Hey everybody, I'm Matt. You can call me coach. You know, every week I bring to you valuable landscape tips and tricks and design concepts in a very easy to understand format so you can tackle projects yourself, get the professional results you want, be more self-reliant in this day and age, and save a boatload of money in the process. Hey guys, Coach here. Man, I'm sure glad you took the time to order up this free 15-step project checklist from me. I hope it really, you really get something out of it. It's not uh, the be-all and end-all of checklists. It's a, it's a brief overview of things that'll help you raise your awareness of where you need to start and what steps you need to take. Uh, Commit it to memory or, or put it up on the fridge or out in the garage or the work shed, wherever, wherever you start your project day and just check these off as you, as you get through them. Uh, it's really important and there's nothing, nothing more satisfying than to have a little bit of education, a little bit of knowledge before you go leaping off into something that maybe you've never done at this level of rapport. So I hope you get something out of it. Let's get started. Um, I'll go through these things fairly rapidly so it doesn't take up a lot of your time. And then obviously you have the actual PDF that you can always refer back to. But again, thank you. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for reaching out and getting this. And here we go. Hey, step number one, before anything, is to know your limits, both physical and mental. If you are out of shape, Get in shape a little bit, guys, because the last thing you want is to bust yourself up. There's nothing more demoralizing when you can't get out of bed the next day after a hard demolition day or a concrete removal day. If you are a quitter, if you can label yourself as a quitter, gain confidence through knowledge like you're doing right here before you start the project. Uh, you will find that knowledge is power. It, you've heard it before, and it is very, very true. If you know what you're going to do ahead of time. So get that knowledge, and that's where you're starting right here. Hey, step number two, plan your work, then work your plan. Do not start any project, this one included, without a thorough, thought-out plan on paper and in your head. Both should match. Everybody should be on the same page. <clears throat> Everybody in the house, if you get my meaning. Hey, step number three, plan in place, good. Then accomplish demolition and clean the site, whatever you need to do. If you got a brand new yard, clean all those weeds and everything out of there. Get things moistened down so you got some moisture in the ground. Call 811, the national system that checks for utilities. Call 8-1 before any project starts and mark those utilities, especially if you have a newer home in a residential area and your front yard is the project. If you have older homes, a lot of times utilities are brought in through easements and stuff in the back. So if you have an older home, make sure you call 8-1-1. There's nothing worse than to go through a cable line or a gas line or a water line or anything and you are there stuck with that bill. Have equipment on hand to accomplish this, dumpster, trailer, pickup truck, whatever, to remove all these things. Remove all unwanted elements, soak that area down afterwards, and prepare for the next step. Hey, amend all soil areas with fertilizer, compost, and micronutrients. Rototill all amendments into existing soil about four to six inches deep. 
you know, complete a uh, good rough rake off and remove any roots, pipe, etc. as a result and get it down to kind of a blank canvas. Hey, step number five, mark out using white marking paint, the inverted paint cans, not a spray paint can, the inverted marking paints where your underground elements will be located. Drainage lines, electrical, gas, irrigation, assemblies, add location of patios, shed pads, dog run, vegetable garden, water feature, whatever your little sketch plan that you've done, now's the time to put it down on paint on the ground and really start to have that vision come alive. Step six, using a trencher or similar tool, trench for drainage systems, your irrigation, your gas lines if called for, if you got like a gas fire pit or a gas barbecue at the end of the patio, whatever you asked for, and electrical. Remember that gas and electrical are placed much deeper, and I always suggest put them to code depth. Step seven, with open and clean trenches, install the above elements, like your irrigation and your drainage, etc. Use the stage to place irrigation timer wire and lighting cable if you're gonna have them. Also outdoor stereo wire if you're gonna use them. And don't forget on some places, since you haven't got to your flat work yet, sleeve some areas where future use of uh, drip lines or lighting cable additions or anything, especially under patio areas. You can sink those down and duct tape them off Dig out an area where your irrigation valve assembly will be, this is number eight, and bring pressurized water to this location and apply a good shutoff valve before the valve is completed. Assemble all the needed valves right there at the valve assembly area. Let everything cure and dry, generally I suggest overnight. You know, with number nine, with all your underground elements completed, and when I say underground elements, your irrigation is in, your drainage is in, your cabling is in and looped up and staked where you're gonna have lights if that's what you're gonna do. And then really compact those trenches down. And I'm serious, really compact them down. I always ended up putting the dirt back in the trenches, compacted them down with like a little mini skid steer or whatever I had at the time, and then I would soak them and let them sit for about an hour or two and then I come back in and pack them again. That way you're not gonna have settling. Settling is an ugly way to look at a brand new landscape. It may take more than one day, you know, as those trenches will keep settling, especially down around pipes and drain lines. So you really have to pay attention to that a lot. Hey, number 10, complete all your flat work now. And when I say flat work, that means your cement and your walkway work, that kind of stuff. Um, Either you're subbing this part out, or if you got mad skills, then uh, form it up, order it up, have the guys and gals over, and pour that thing if you're skilled in that area. I always sub this part out as far as big concrete refinishes, or not refinishes, but pours. Hey, step 11, regrade and clean the site to a barefoot condition after all your flat work is done. You've cleaned up all your forms. You've got all your little uh, concrete debris raked up, all the little screws and nails, make sure you get those all up, and then rake that thing off to a nice, smooth, where the kids can go out and bare feet type of condition. Number 12, acquire your plant material. Place it where the plan calls for it, then install according to nursery professional's instructions, or hey, maybe this guy who's talking to you right here. 
Water thoroughly and never, ever, ever, ever plant a dry plant, please. Number 13, acquire and install your drip irrigation if you're watering the planting beds and stuff through drip. Uh, all of this should be uh, looped around and through all the planting beds and all your little emitters and stakes and ground staples are put in. So now your irrigation, you guys are right on the cusp of having a finished product here right now. And then once the drip is in, you've tested it, everything's working good, then bring on whatever form of mulch or top dressing that you're gonna be putting in your planting beds. I always suggest a minimum of two inches, preferably three to four inches deep, unless your mulch is gravel or stone of some kind over a landscape fabric, then obviously you don't need it that thick, maybe two inches at the most. Hey, number 14, complete all lighting. Hook up all your lights to your uh, cabling out in the yard, if that's what you've done. Your gas hookups, which have already been tested and you know that you have no leaks, so now you can hook those things up. Sprinkler nozzles into the lawn area, sprinklers, irrigation timers installed and tested. Everything is working. And finally, the carpet goes in the house, so to speak. Number 15, install the sod lawn, if that's how you're doing. Or seed the lawn area, if you're seeding. I'm not a seed fan. I think you end up with more problems and you really stretch out a mature lawn time frame. But some people still like doing it. Install that new sod lawn using a staggered pattern of uh, style of installation and water it thoroughly. And then guys, clean and wash it all down. Make sure you've scheduled a nice barbecue with family and friends and show your work off because you are done. So looking back over, I hope this 15 step program really raises your level of awareness of what's really involved and what can be accomplished by doing it yourself. It really is a simple process. It's just sweat equity, plain and simple. Thanks for tuning in with this. Thanks for asking for it. Look for uh, my upcoming newsletters and don't always forget to check me out on YouTube and the podcast all under the Yard Coach name. As always, you guys take care and I'll see you in the next video or on the next podcast.